sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the daily competitive hedge podcast i'm your host of the show kenneth cotterell and this morning's show is all about sports and the world of betting we talk about the day that was in the sports world including our athlete of the day we then talk about the games coming up today and what bets we like with our competitive hedge lay of the day we're pre-recording today We've got a we got to head out early for some work, so recording late here on a Wednesday night. But the games have all concluded, so what not? This is the best time to record personally. So let's get into today's episode. This episode is brought to you by Bet Ninety Nine. To all our Canadian listeners, Bet Ninety Nine offers you a sports welcome offer when you join today using the promo code Shooters. Bet99 will match your deposit 100% up to $600. So head over to Bet99 today, use our bets that we give out on the show, and let's make some money. By also following our social media accounts, you will find some of our other plays throughout the day outside of that competitive hedge lay as we had some winners on there yesterday. So let's talk about the the Athlete of the Day shout-out. How can you not shout-out a guy that had a historic game today for Manchester City, and that is Kevin De Bruyne for the Manchester City side. He had four goals today, but he had the third fastest hat trick in Premier League history. Um, Big players show up in big moments, and De Bruyne definitely showed that today. We're saying today, (laughs) knowing that it's going to be Thursday morning when you hear this, but today he played great. Four goals. Uh, a couple of those, he was pretty fortunate to have them kind of fall in his lap. But when you need a victory, especially in this tight EPL race, he delivered that for them. And it goes a long way towards them winning the league, especially knowing that they are not going to be winning the Champions League this year. So let's start talking about tonight's bets. <laughs> if you're listening tomorrow, yesterday's bets. Not our best day, but... but Full disclosure, very uh, overestimated a couple of teams in what they're doing. Uh, starting with that Golden State result, we had the minus four and a half. Boy, that could not have been further from the result. We'll get in more into that game in a little bit, but we definitely miss on that one at minus 110. They get blown out in a critical playoff game. The Rangers money line hits at minus 130. We're right about Shesterkin stepping up and the Rangers finally picking up that needed victory in this game five you had milwaukee and boston we had under 214 and a half that one misses uh the bucks with a big comeback we're also going to be talking about that in a little bit but nonetheless the under misses they finish at 217 so that's a tough loss for the program so definitely not hitting that hedge fan lay at plus 521 and then our alternate lay was the angels money line versus the rays 
The Angels battle back just to have the Rays score two in the ninth, send it to extras, and win the game four to two. It's another tough loss, but that'll happen in betting. So a one in three day for the competitive hedge uh, plays. Clay Thompson under 20 and a half was what we posted on Twitter before tip off. That one hits. He finishes with 19. That blowout really made us fortunate on that front. And then also on our social media accounts, we had the hedge fans lay, which it's looking like is going to go one and two today. Um, as we are recording here, I uh, Blue Jays money line missed early in the afternoon. Tough loss for them. Coach Peanut, shout out to him. He had bucks plus five and a half. They went outright. So that bet hits. And Andrew had the Stars money line for the upset. They were up one to nothing and unfortunately couldn't deliver. They fall three to one. So the hedge fans lay misses on the day. So let's get into that daily news dump of what happened in the day of sports. And we got to start with the NBA playoffs and what I consider the best series of the playoffs so far is that Bucks and Celtics game. Bucks coming in were plus five and a half. The over-under was 214 and a half. And they look dead in the water entering the fourth quarter, especially when Boston goes up 15. They look like they're on cruise control. But the Bucks battle back. They win the game 110 to 107. And let's talk about why Giannis finishes 16 of 27 from the field for 40 and 11 Drew Holiday played a little bit better, maybe not in the shooting department. He was still 9 of 24, but 24-8 and 8 is a big performance for him. Bobby Portis with 14 and 15, including a crucial rebound down the stretch that led to the go-ahead bucket. Pat Connaughton gave them 13 off the bench. The key to this game, though, is they won the rebound battle. We've talked about it multiple times about this series. The team that's winning the rebound battle is winning the games. 49 to 36. That's a big discrepancy. And the Bucks hit more threes tonight. There were 13 threes for the Bucks, 10 for the Celtics. That can't happen when you're a team that doesn't really rely on threes. The Bucks really don't. They play a lot of their game inside before they play outside. And so they they winning that battle is huge. Boston Tatum had a good day, 34 6 and 4. The shooting numbers were not very efficient, 12 of 29. Even Jalen Brown, 26-8-6, he played well. 9 of 19 from the field, not great, but not terrible. Marcus Smart with 15 for them. And then Al Horford kind of came back down to earth uh, with 8 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 assists. So Boston, this is a huge loss for them. They now have to go and win in Milwaukee if they want to have a chance of winning this series. If not, we're going to see the defending champs win this series in 6 and move on to play the winner of the Heat and Sixers. Warriors Grizzlies, <laughs> we're on a Warriors minus four, and you just have to laugh. Uh, it's one of those bets that you're like, wow, I can't believe I, I really thought this, but the writing seemed like it was on the wall, and it apparently wasn't. Over under 218 and a half, they go over. As the Grizzlies blow them out of the water, 134 to 95. Grizzlies hit 18 threes. Golden State hit 14, so they lose that battle. But the Grizzlies just beat them from the jump. They're up 10 after one. They're up 27 at halftime. They extend it to 52-point lead after three. They win the game by 39. All-out Grizzlies team effort. Desmond Bain gives you 21. So does Tyus Jones. So does Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean, just a very great performance by this team. 
And I think they they truly took to heart the fact that everyone wrote them off. Um, whoop that trick or whatever it was that they were saying before the game gave them that added motivation. They extend this series. Steph was four of 10 shooting on the night. It didn't really matter. This game felt like it was over at halftime. It certainly was five minutes through the third when they were sitting down their starters. So they packed it in early, said, we're going to give it a go next game at home and hopefully close it out in six. Warriors fans definitely are terrified of game seven after that uh, three to one series lead that they blew. Heading over to the NHL, Panthers down three to nothing, looked dead. Five unanswered, they win five to three. As heavy favorites, they were minus 225 coming in. Bobrovsky makes 28 saves in the win. And, I mean, as I said, Washington, they're 3-0 up. Oshie's got two. Schultz has one. They look like they're on cruise control. Samsonov looks like he's picking up a critical road victory. And then Verheke, he scores twice. Hornquist, Reinhardt, Giroux, and they win this game 5-3, to three, stunning the Washington Capitals, who are a veteran group. They now head to Washington for game six. Florida's up 3-2. to two. We'll see if they can close it out on the road. New York stays alive. The Rangers minus 130. They win 5-3. to three. Shesterkin makes 29 saves. Another team that fell behind early, but they just grinded it out. You know, you had Fox score, Lafreniere, Truba, Chittle, and Lindgren. Those were the goal scorers for the Rangers on the night. Domingue makes 29 saves. Backup once again for Pittsburgh shows up. Gensel scored twice, and Latang added another. But they fall in this game. Uh, a couple big storylines out of this face-off battle. 39-19 in favor of the Rangers. They got to be much better if you're Pittsburgh moving forward. And the biggest news is Sidney Crosby getting hurt in the second period. Really flipped the game on his head. Could flip the series on its head if he is out moving forward. So we're going to have to monitor that moving forward with this group. Then when we talk about the late game that just ended a few minutes ago, Calgary Flames win 3-1 to one over those Dallas Stars. Unfortunately, Andrew loses that bet, but Ottinger played well once again. He makes 29 saves. He does everything that he can to keep the minute. Markstrom makes 20 saves in the victory. The Stars are up one to nothing entering the third period. They got a goal from Robertson, and then you head to the third. Backland, Maggie Pan, and Lewis all add goals, and the Flames steal it. Now they're leading this series heading to Dallas. This is going to be a great series. I think we could see it go seven. And I really hope that we do. Who doesn't love a good playoff game seven? MLB lines, quick run through of the day in the MLB. As we keep saying, probably not going to start really monitoring these until late June, early July. But we had the Yankees beat the Jays five to three. The Pirates beat the Dodgers by that same scoreline. Reds beat the Brewers 14-11. The Phillies beat the Mariners four to two. The Marlins win 11-3 over the Diamondbacks. 7-1, the Giants beat the Rockies. Cubs win 7-5 over the Padres. The Nationals win 8-3 versus the Mets. The A's win 9-0 versus the Tigers. The Rays win 4-2 versus the Angels. The Braves win 5-3 versus my Boston Red Sox. The Cardinals win 10-1 versus the Orioles. And the Royals win 8-2 versus the Rangers. COVID outbreak prevented the White Sox and the Guardians from going, so we'll see how long that affects that series. WNBA action. We tweeted out these plays, went 3-0 once again on the WNBA slate, starting with the LA Sparks and Atlanta Dream Game. 
Uh, the Dream Covered plus five and a half. That's what we put out on our Twitter account. Great performance by them. This is a young group that really could uh, use some results like this early on in the season to build some confidence. And the Dream went outright 75 to 77 to 75. Uh, number one pick, Rin Howard, 21 and eight. Great performance for her. And Agunga Mike had 17 and 15 in the loss for the Sparks. Then the game that was in the middle of the of these two, uh, the second of the third, the second of the three games. Wow, words are hard. Liberty win, and by win, I mean they win by losing 83 to 50. Wow, I'm really butchering this segment. But the under 165 and a half misses. The Liberty had Laney with just eight points. Ionescu didn't have a great performance either. She just had two points. The Sky win by 33, and Parker finishes with 11, 6, and 4 in the blowout. This under was very easy. Uh, 32 points under. We were cruising with this one. And then the Phoenix Mercury close out the night. They were plus 4.5. They went out right 97 to 77. Uh, Skylar Diggins, Smith, another great performance, 19, 7, and 6. Diana Chirossi gives them 15, and Tina Charles with a nice double-double of 22 points and 11 rebounds. The Seattle Storm, unfortunately, no Brianna Stewart or Prince due to uh, some health concerns, so they miss out. Sue Bird had 14-6. and six. Jewel Lloyd had 26-5. and five. They were just outmatched on the night. The home team took advantage, and they beat them like they stole something. And then last one, we're going to do a quick EPL run-through. We want leads to stay up so badly in this relegation battle, and they shot themselves in the foot today. Chelsea, they scored early with Mason Mount. Just to have 20 minutes later, Leeds gets a red card. Second half, you get Pulisic, the American hero. He scores, and so does Lukaku. Three to nothing result for Chelsea. Very tough one for Leeds, who really needed a point at home. Leicester City wins three to nothing versus Norwich. Norwich doesn't have anything to play for. They're getting relegated, but the home team, they couldn't get any results in the first half. Second half, though, Vardy adds two in the 54th and 62nd minute. Madison adds the third in the 70th, and they close out the game with a clean sheet. Everton and Watford scoreless the whole way around. This is why people call soccer boring. When it's 0-0, I don't blame you. Just three yellow cards. The shots were 5 to nothing in favor of Everton on goal. So when one team's not even getting any shots on net, it's difficult to watch. And in Manchester City, De Bruyne scores four times in the 7th, the 16th, the 24th, and the 60th minute. Raheem Sterling adds one late in the 84th. They win 5-1, to one, and they're on cruise control. So where does this leave the standings? Man City's three points clear at 89. Liverpool's got 86. Two games to go for each team. It is there for the taking for Man City. And then in the relegation battle, Everton's in 16th. They got three games left, and they're two points clear of Burnley, who also have three points or three games left, as do Leeds, but they only have two games, and they're sitting on that same 34-point total. Leeds are in trouble, and they need help, likely from Burnley, if they're going to be staying up in the Premier League for another year. So with that, let's talk about the big games on the slate that are coming on Thursday, starting with the EPL. Tottenham and Arsenal, the North London Derby. Tottenham's plus 110 and Arsenal's plus 215. 
one of the biggest games of the year, fourth versus fifth. Tottenham, they're four points back. They they can only they can only win this game. If they don't, it's over. Arsenal's going to finish fourth. Um, but a draw even doesn't help them because then they would still be four points back. So the Spurs are looking for a win. They need Harry Kane. They need Son to show up in a big way. And if Arsenal can even steal a point, they would take that heading into the day. PGA Tour-wise, we've got the AT&T buyer, Nelson. No Brooks Kepka this week. He just pulled out. But big names in this field. Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, Will Zalatoris, DJ. There's a lot of good golfers there. We've got a major next week with the PGA Championship. Betting odds, they're always going to have Scheffler as the favorite, but he's the favorite at 9-1. to You got Thomas at 10-1, to and Zalatoris and Sam Burns at 18-1. to If we're talking a couple bets we like for the week, Sam Burns top 20 at plus 111, Neiman top 20 at plus 165, and Jason Kokrak at plus 225 to finish top 20 this week. If we're talking just Thursday betting lines, Shoffley over DJ in round one. We like that one at minus 118. And Siwoo Kim over Patton Kazire for round one at minus 134. All those betting lines come to you from Bet99, our phenomenal betting sponsor. Use promo code SHOOTERS at sign up. NBA playoffs for Thursday. You got the Sixers and Heat once again. Game six. The Sixers are minus two and a half. The over-unders, 207 and a half. Tip-offs at seven o'clock Eastern time. Philly, it boils down to your four best players. And yes, that's easy to say. But when you're a team like Philly that doesn't have a bench, they need to show up. James Harden didn't show up last game. Joel Embiid didn't show up. Tyrese Maxey didn't. Tobias, to an extent, didn't. But they're not going to get that production from anyone else. So if the four of them don't combine to score close to 100 points, they're in trouble in this game. And Jimmy, he's been consistent for the Heat. It's about what help does he get? Does he get Tyler Hero shooting a bit more efficiently? Does he get Max Struss, who had a good game five? Does he get P.J. Tucker and Bam Adebayo contributing on both ends of the floor? Will Kyle Lowry even play in this game? This is going to be a fascinating game. The home teams won all five games. And it's one that you definitely want to tune into. In the Western Conference playoffs, this one tips off at 9.30 Eastern time. It's the Mavericks and the Suns. The Suns are minus two and a half. The over-under is 2.12. The home teams won every game of this series, just like the last one. The big question mark for them is, will CP3 finally contribute offensively? He's done a great job of getting other players involved all throughout the playoffs. But if you're the point god that they claim that you are, you need to hit double digits and points this game. I mean, you give them 12 and they would be thrilled given your recent form. So Chris Paul needs to show up and close this series out, much like they did with the Pelicans. They closed them out in six. If you're Dallas, you're the underdog, but you're at home. Luka and Brunson, they played great in game five, but when no one else shows up, that's going to be the key to this game. Does Maxi Kleber give them something? Does Dorian Finney-Smith... Does Spencer Dinwiddie finally have a good game in this series? If they get that sort of production, we'll be heading back to Phoenix for Game 7, but it all boils down to those role players. You can't just rely on these two guards to carry you like they have for the majority of the playoffs. And then in NHL playoff action, Carolina and Boston, another series. Home teams won all five games. Ranta has not looked the same on the road that he did at home. 
he's got to be better on the road in this one. And from a Boston perspective, that top line's got to produce. They did it in games three and four at home. They're now at home once again. Show up, show out, have a good day. And Boston will be seeing Carolina in game seven in their barn. Toronto and Tampa Bay. (laughs) I really want this one to go to seven because I've got good buddies of mine that I know are big Toronto fans and I really want to see them sweat. I don't have that kind of pressure when Detroit's as bad as they are. But Toronto's got Campbell between the pipes. Can they close this game out? Can they avoid that game seven that we know that they're all trying to avoid? And will the back-to-back cup champs actually push this one to seven? They're on the verge of a first-round exit. Would be one of the more shocking results. We thought Toronto hit a buzzsaw coming into the playoffs, but if they close them out in six, Toronto's going to have a renewed sense of confidence heading into the second round. Next one, we've got two Western Conference series, St. Louis and Minnesota. The Blues have new life under Jordan Bennington. And is he going to keep rolling? Are they going to upset in this series? We've got the Blues as one of our future bets to win the West at plus 1,000. And with how some of these other series are going, it doesn't look out of the question. So if Bennington keeps rolling, this is a team to fear. If you're Minnesota, Marc-Andre Fleury's played fine, but you got to figure out a way to crack Bennington. And that's easier said than done. This is a guy that's got it done in the playoffs. But if you can extend this one to seven, you can head back to your own building where you're definitely going to have the advantage. And then Edmonton and the Kings. Edmonton, you got Mike Smith and Ned. You're heavily favored to beat this team. Christ, you had Paul Bissonette calling the Kings a glorified AHL team, and Edmonton is losing to this group 3-2. to two. They got to get to Jonathan Quick. Quick cannot get settled in this game. They need to get one past them early, give themselves some confidence. Dreisaitl and McDavid have to come up huge in this game, especially since it's on the road. And if you're the Kings, can you produce enough offense? Quick's been so good, you feel like, if you put it just even a few past Mike Smith, you've got a great chance. And so will the offense do enough in order for them to win? Now, player prop line. We're just going to start posting these daily on Twitter, but we love to remind folks of the fact that we have our social media accounts. At Pod is where you will find us. That's where we'll have our player prop probably in the afternoon tomorrow, but definitely turn on notifications there as we will be posting our play there so with that let's cap off the show with the competitive lay of the day we'll give you an alt lay play as well given that we have a baseball play on the slate and we know that there's always the risk of a rain delay or a no play altogether so let's start on the ice number one tampa bay puck line versus the toronto maple leafs at plus 175 this feels like the back-to-back champs show up in a big way i'm expecting a multi-goal win here I don't think Toronto's going to go in and close this one out. I think they feel confident going back for game seven. As much as the fans won't, I think the players will. And so at plus 175, I like this to be a 5-3 to three result, maybe 6-3, maybe 5-2, something in that range. The important thing is I see this as a multi-goal win, which is what you will cash at plus 175. Keep in mind that our daily three-team parlays, no odds are worse than minus 150. But you can bet them straight up or you can bet them in a parlay. I would recommend even betting this one straight up, especially with the plus value there. Second one is Dallas Mavericks money line versus the Phoenix Suns at plus 115. The home team holds serve once again. 
I feel like Dallas, they just got blown out. They shut her down early. They know that they have to win this game and then give it another run in Phoenix. But I see Luka Doncic pushing this another game. We might be looking at his player prop line for points. I think you could find a good value around the 35-point mark because I think he's going to show up and show out. He needs some help from Finney Smith. He needs help from Dinwiddie and others. But I think he's going to get it in a big way. Phoenix will keep it close because even in the games Dallas won, they kept it close. But I do like them to win outright on the money line. And then lastly, Pirates money line versus the Reds at minus 140. We're going with Brubaker once again on the mound for the Pirates. And it's pretty surprising to roll with the Pirates as much as we have. But we just really like the value of this play. When you've got uh, the Reds have Overton going, he's only got 7Ks in 10 innings pitched. You you go to Brubaker, 30Ks in 25 innings pitched. He's the better pitcher in this game. The Reds are, or the Pirates are at home. The Reds haven't won very much. And I really do like them at minus 140. The odds on this parlay are plus 913 right now on Bet99. So bet with us when you see this in the morning, as we know this is pre-recorded. And our alt-lay play of the day, this is our last one to keep an eye on. Chicago White Sox, money line versus the New York Yankees at minus 145. How can you not rule with Dylan Cease the way that he's played so far? Luis Gill, he's going for the Yankees. I'm not sold on him. The White Sox are at home. I think it's a great spot for Cease to keep rolling. And so we're rolling with the Chicago White Sox money line at minus 145. But with that, thank you to everyone who's tuning in in the morning to this show. We couldn't uh, not record and get something out. Not when you're in the heat of NBA and NHL playoffs. We hope that you've enjoyed the live show. The audio will be out later in the morning as well. So definitely check that out on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts and drop us a five-star rating while you're there. But this has been the Competitive Hedge Podcast. We will be back for our live show at 8 a.m. Eastern time on Friday morning, and we will see you then for